Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to be trying something new. I'm going to be doing something called an an immersive podcast. I'm hoping to get better at it as I go along, but what I'm going to be doing is giving the same Um, great messages every week. But while I'm doing the podcast, you're going to get to see me bring to life a piece of art as I give you the message. The art will have to do with the podcast itself, um, the message behind the podcast. And um, then I'm hoping to do a, to get a Patreon account up and running here soon so that there would be a second video for my subscribers uh, for those that want to support the show to see the actual painting that was done in the uh, motivational Bible teaching podcast that comes out on Fridays uh, to see how to do that painting so you know keep that in mind as we go along now Today, I wanted to talk with you about the process of being cured. When we think of being cured, we think of being completely healed. And sometimes that's exactly what it is. But a lot of times the Lord doesn't completely heal us of our infirmities. Sometimes he requires us to live our lives with a disability or a loss or an illness. But in those times where he requires from us more than frankly we want to give, we can know that he will be faithful to supply all of our needs, that he is going to show himself strong for us as we walk along with him The reason that this is important to me is many of you know, I have long struggled with my mental health and the Lord has healed me of many, many things. He has truly done an incredible redemptive work in my life, but I still have seen more valleys in my short 38 years than I would have ever hoped to have seen. And there have been different times where I've asked the Lord, why do I keep suffering so? 
why do I have to keep going through such deep, dark times with my, you know, struggles with depression to my struggles with anxiety to my relational struggles. And it's just been here very recently as I walk through another uh, fairly long bout of very deep depression that the Lord gave me the scripture where Paul was crying out for the thorn in his flesh to be removed. He had a thorn in his flesh. Scripture does not tell us what that thorn is. And I think that it doesn't tell us because when it comes to a thorn in the flesh uh, for a child of God, to the Lord, it doesn't need to be a certain thorn to be important. So that's a comfort to me that all of the thorns that his children are asked to carry uh, are important to God that he doesn't do the comparison game like we do. Well, my struggle isn't as bad as yours, so blah, 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 or your struggle isn't as bad as mine, so you don't have a reason to be so sad. That's not how the Lord is. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he binds up our wounds. And that means that to the Lord, if it hurts us, and it's difficult for us, then number one, he knows that. And then number two, he cares. So those two things have given me a great deal of comfort. But back to what I was saying about, you know, asking the Lord, why do I have to suffer so much? Why do I have to keep going through things? And he brought that scripture to me and it was pretty profound. It was like a light switch moment where before things didn't make sense regarding this issue, but it was like all of a sudden I understood and not completely, but I understood enough of the truth of why to kind of satisfy um, the desperation in my spirit. And it brought me a sense of peace. And it was that Paul himself, one of the, you know, some people think he was the greatest apostle. I personally am quite fond of Peter, but I'm not saying Paul isn't great. But Paul had a thorn in his flesh. He begged God three times. So we see this repetitive prayer uh, as we're told to do, to keep, to not cease in our praying and to ask God and to bring our concerns to God. And he brought this concern, Lord, take this away. And the Lord said, no. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfected in your weakness. And that was what the Lord told me, is that this thorn in my flesh, this thing that I hate, this thing that causes me so much grief, and the Lord is not saying that it's not hard. He's not saying that it's not uh, super dark and it takes everything out of me. But what he's saying is in that space, in that space of darkness, his power is going to be the strongest in me. In my weakness, his strength is going to show up. And I know that maybe that's a message that isn't what you wanted to hear, but sometimes the gift, sometimes the wounding is actually the gift and the God of the mountains is the God of the valleys. And just because we are limited does not mean that he is limited. And when we 
seek him, when we walk with him, he is going to show up for us. And what do I mean by show up? Well, have you ever had a really, really, really bad day where you could hardly get out of bed and everything felt like more than you could stand? But then at some point you realize that it was almost dinner time and then you finally crawled into your bed and you realized, I made it. I made it through this day. If you are a child of God and you've ever experienced that, That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit holding you and getting you through the day. It doesn't always mean that he miraculously moves every mountain. Sometimes it's that you get through the day. Sometimes it's that you get through the week. And sometimes it's that you get through the month. And you get through it and you can see that you held on a little bit stronger than you did the last time. God is for you. He's not against you. God loves you and he sees all of the pain that you are going through. And he knows that it's not small. And he will use it for his glory and your good. You just need to hold on. Bring your sorrows and your true aching heart and emotions and questions to God. But then after you have vented, after you have shared with him that which is on your heart, anchor yourself in the truth. And by anchoring yourself in the truth, I am saying to recite to yourself, pull out of the dark recesses of your heart, the truth that's in God's word, reaffirm that even though you're suffering, you know that he's there and that he loves you. Hold on to the attributes of God that say that he is your protector, that he is the author and the finisher of your faith. That means that there's a beginning point for your faith. And even if it's weak and small, you are serving a God that can do abundantly more than you could ever ask, hope, or think. Darkness is dark. But when we belong to Christ, there is a hope that even the darkness cannot quench. Sorrow hurts. Loss always will ache. And because of the cross, we don't have to minimize or find a silver lining to our sorrows. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, his death and resurrection is big enough to handle everything that we will feel and everything that we will face. You are truly safe in the arms of Jesus. This isn't some elevator pitch and this isn't said from someone that doesn't know what it's like to struggle. If you have so many broken pieces and you can't ever seem to pick them up off the floor and put them back together, I want to encourage you with the words that the Lord spoke to me because that was my struggle. I know all of these things that from time to time, because of my struggle with my mental health, I can't do. And Jesus told me, he whispered to my spirit and he said, Connie, I love all of your broken pieces. There's precious to me. And when it's the right time for you to face something and deal with it, you'll be ready 
to face it and deal with it. But until that time, don't stress about all the broken pieces. Just hold on and trust me. So I want that to encourage you. Whatever your broken pieces are, whatever you're ashamed of, whatever darkness is haunting your life, remember that there's a divine process to healing. Jesus loves you. Don't feel fear all of your broken pieces because when it's time to face each piece, you will be ready and Jesus will hold your hand. I hope that you'll share this podcast with your family and friends and be sure if you're interested in an art print that you DM me on social media at weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com. Nope, just weedseedsandbeautifulthings. You can also find me on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and be sure to check back in on Mondays on the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things YouTube channel because we will drop this video and then be on your lookout for the new Patreon a subscription plan where you can sign up to get an inside video, an inside look at how to create the art that I create on the podcast each week. Each week will be a different piece. You'll be able to watch this video for free, listen to the audio on your favorite podcasting platform platform, but then come back for a tutorial on how I painted the picture that was on the free video. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. And remember that God loves you. He knows you, not the you that you think you should be, but the you that you are right now. And he has a plan and a purpose for your life. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.